In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. You guys ready to start the show? Welcome, everybody, uh, to Love It or Leave It. A senior White House advisor this week said that the White House is in beta mode. Well, guess what? Love It or Leave It is coming out of beta mode tonight. Let's start the show. I want to applause, people. Hello. Can't believe we got tonight, too. This is great. This is great. Hello. I want to welcome our guest. Oh, Tommy, Tommy's got notes. Uh, we have Tommy Vitor. Hi. Former spokesman for the National Security Council, host of Pod Save the World, my co-host on a little show called Pod Save America. We have Darcy Carden. Hi, guys. She plays Janet on The Good Place, which is one of my favorite shows. Yeah, you're cute. We have Danny Zucker, who is an executive producer and writer on a show called Modern Family. Ever heard of it? Um, thank you guys thank you. for being here. Um, let's get into it. Uh, what a week. Um, <laughs> we're going to call that the what the, a week chime. I thought that was the, the Monday bell. Uh, it can be whatever okay. you want it to be. Let's cool it on the bells, Jesse. Um, I know up, you're Jesse. excited. Uh, you know, we're running out of ways to introduce segments about Russia. Uh, we're out of puns. I don't want to see from Russia with anything again. Um, it's, and the story's getting so complicated. It's almost like a story within a story within a story, like some kind of nesting doll. Um, there were two big developments this week. Uh, one was on Devin Nunes, the chair of the House Intel Committee. The, committee. the other was about Michael Flynn, uh, the former National Security uh, Advisor. Friend of the pod. <laughs> Friend of the pod. <laughs> that That's where the bell um, should happen. Yeah. So Ding. I, I, I continue to find it very difficult to get to the bottom of this Russia story, so I'm glad Tommy is here. I got, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's break this in half. Let's start with Devin Nunes. Um, he's under a lot of uh, fire this week because he doesn't seem smart enough for his job. No. Among other reasons. Can you, uh, can you just walk us through, it's like, I, like what's, what's happening? Sure. Hi, guys. Thanks for coming out. Um, when we left our hero, Devin Nunes, the Republican chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, who is in charge of figuring out what the hell Russia's involvement was in hacking our election, interfering with it, whatever you want to call it, um, our affable but impossibly stupid friend was diving out of an Uber to go to the White House to gather some intelligence from a secret source that he said put him or herself at great personal risk to whistle, to blow the whistle on this wrongdoing that showed that the Obama White House was collecting intelligence on the Trump transition team. This week, we learned that his sources work for fucking Donald Trump. <laughs> and one of them worked for Devin Nunes on the Intel Committee. It was his lawyer. So what we've learned is no one has any confidence in Congressman Nunes. Not Republicans who wanted to recuse himself 
from the investigation, not Democrats, apparently not himself, because all he does is look sheepish in front of the camera. He does have this sheepish little face. He doesn't have any confidence it's in so himself. He, he only gets pictures taken of him with his face in one position, which is sort of like... Oh, perfect for a podcast, though. No, 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 I know. Thank you. I'm trying to... No, I, listen, I, I've, been, um, I've been a successful podcaster okay, for a no, really long really time. that's really great. That's great for you. So that's so good for even you. with my voice, I can convey okay, a, very sub, a very subtle facial expression, so I'm going to do it right now. Okay. You guys ready? It good. worked. Very good. God damn it, I think he's that good. People get it. He's people. not even a good liar. That's like the thing that drives me. Like I, I'm remi- like I have a friend has three kids. Say his name. Tim. <laughs> and the oldest kid is named Danny, not after me. Middle girl Jamie and a youngest kid Tommy. Important to know. We're gonna cut this. <laughs> you're, you're gonna love this. Trust me. I have five Emmys. Um, <laughs> the I know how to weave a tail. <laughs> They're downstairs, they hear a crash of a door, Jamie is crying, wah, what happened? So they run up the stairs, and they go, what happened? And Tommy says, she got her head caught in the door. And the oldest son, Danny, says, um, no, Tommy slammed the door on her. And they look at him, and they say, Tommy? And Tommy's what? response is, I'm not Tommy. And maybe you should cut that. Um, <laughs> but that's how he is. That's when they were I. walking down the hallway... And it's like, I didn't say that. It's all Nathan Thurm stuff. It's all... Yeah, crazy. no, there's... It, that's, it's, he lies like a toddler. He lies like a toddler. It's, um, it's one thing to be lied by somebody, lied to by somebody kind of smart who's trusting that you're smart too. Yes. It's so insulting the way they lie to us. Oh, I know. It's like, well, who are you going to believe? Me or the thing I said yesterday? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Nunes. <laughs> you I'm, saved I'm, it. <laughs> I'm not Devin. I'm not Devin Nunes. I'm not Devin, Devin Nunes. Nunes doesn't work That's here. That's not me. <laughs> um, so, so Devin Nunes, uh, Nunes runs to the. <laughs> he runs to the White House. He runs. gets this information. He then claims, "I have this information. I'm not telling you where you got it from." He then Can't gives a press you. conference saying, "The information I got from the White House uh, really reflects well on the White House." Yes. And then over the ensuing few days all of it comes out he looks terrible Mm -hmm. he looks embarrassed lied to reporters lied to reporters like you know just saying oh I talked to Devin Nunes he lied to my face Uh, I guess my question is so I think it's pretty obvious that Devin Nunes is in over his head what did Devin Nunes think was going to happen you know everybody who gets in touch in in contact with Donald Trump is going down in flames in front of his eyes. I, I don't know what anyone would run to support this guy at 37% of the polls and at this point in time where you have a national security advisor that made it less than a month. Right. It's like the opposite of King Midas. <laughs> right. Turns no, to but shit. That, everybody turns to shit. Right. Yeah. What, was, here's, what was Devin Nunes doing like a few months ago? Like, who is this guy? I've never heard of him before. Really? So, so he actually, Is he just like fame whore? Well, He's like, this is my chance. He was trying on suits in uh, Joseph A. Bank. Um, <laughs> and this guy that looked a lot like him died. <laughs> wow. And, and they came to him and they said, listen, did you see the movie Dave? Dave. We're doing that. <laughs> We're doing that. No, I went to high school with Chris Christie. Truly, true story. Really? Yeah. Well, he, tell us everything. He was like an older, like so. I, his his younger brother was my best friend in high school, Todd Holy Christie. Shit. And Chris Christie was like an older brother to me, and normal size. Did and you know uh, this? No, it's really true. <laughs> I know. John for podcasters, his mouth is wide open. I'm a ga- I'm a gape. I know. So like you know, Chris would drive me around and was like you know, and I you know, my dad was not president, so Chris was kind of like my daddy. And then. Um, and that's why I wrote comedy. But, um, yeah. but Chris, uh, yeah, so 
I watched Chris sort of transform, not just physically, but like, because remember, Chris was the Republican we liked for a little while. Right. You know, he hugged Obama and it was all that. And then he got in, forget about the bridge shit, right. but then you watched him get behind, I was the last person apologizing for Chris Christie because I have a family connection. Right. I still love his brother. But then when he threw his support behind Ooh. Trump and you just watched him wither, you just watched like all of those Short. memes <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and it's ruined him. He's it, like poison. It's like polonium. You yeah. can't it. You can't get near him without becoming like him. Yeah. And actually, the only person who can pull off being like Donald Trump is Donald Trump. Yeah. He's really good at it. No, he's but you know why? Why? Because he's so good looking. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, he doesn't have charisma. He's not the smartest, but he's fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like blonde hair. Tan skin, like round curves. Big ass. <laughs> He's hot as hell, and you guys all know it, and that's why you're here. I'd pee on that. <laughs> <laughs> See, now you saved that. I did. I said, yeah. no, well, yours was going better than my <laughs> Tommy story. But it was funny. I love that Tommy no, story. You brought it back to Russia with polonium, but did you do drugs with Chris Christie? Oh, no, please. Chris. In fact, I'm going to give you how good a guy Chris was. So Come Todd on. and I... Todd, his brother, and I would like, it's we were like podcast. sneaking beers out of like, there's a Chinese restaurant in Livingston, New Jersey that like you could be like 13 and you could buy beer out the back. <laughs> and so we're doing that and he caught us and, and Avuncular Chris like took us under. He goes, You guys are, you know, you're good students. You don't want to throw your life away this way. He was like, This is class president. I mean, he was legitimately, give I me your swear, snacks. a Chris, decent guy. Chris Christie like really helped you. He did help We me. don't know where you would be but for Chris Christie. Absolutely. I, Chris Christie saved your life. He absolutely did. You were falling in with a bad crowd. You were making mistakes. I need to show you my marrow. Hold on. <laughs> this is Chris's. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. That's Devin Nunes. He's Nunes. he's figuring things out as he goes. Uh, but there's another <laughs> half to this story, <laughs> <laughs> which is the fact that Michael Flynn, former National Security Advisor, briefly National Security Advisor, uh, said that he would like immunity in exchange for his testimony. And his lawyer, to put a, not to put too fine a point on it, put a statement out saying, "Michael Flynn, he's got quite a story to tell." <laughs> Um, which is a little desperate. Um, so once again, Tommy, I just want to turn to you and just like, can you just help us understand what's happening here? Yes. The, so General Flynn, who was Trump's national security advisor for like 23 days, less than a month, resigned in disgrace because he lied to the vice president about his contacts with the Russian ambassador. I just want to pause and say that I got in a fight with a conservative commentator named Hugh Hewitt uh, about this very issue. And while when I went on his show, I did not do a good job making my case. <laughs> because uh, I was on his turf, and frankly, I was a little underprepared. <laughs> I may have lost that battle, but I did win the war. You did win the war. Yeah. Go on. Apparently, General Flynn went to the committee and said, I want immunity to testify about contacts with Russians and the campaign and everything else. Now, any lawyer worth his or her salt would say, this is what you do. You get immunity. You cut a deal. But these investigations uh, in Iran-Contra, some of the things Ali Noor said to the committees later screwed up DOJ's effort to prosecute him. So this time around, DOJ's not saying anything. The committee's sort of rejecting this outright and saying, uh, we're not ready to discuss immunity. And you know, it's a question of what he's seeking immunity for. What wrongdoing could there be? It could it also be that they don't, they have enough dirt on him? Like, can they get them all? I mean, is that a possibility that like, they want to, they want to, I mean, obviously if they could get to the pig in chief, they would get to that, but. Yeah, you, you go to the, you go to the low level below to flip to get the chief. Yeah. Um, we all saw The Sopranos. And uh, that's where 100% of my understanding of this comes from. Me too. <laughs> but but uh, 
it is fascinating not only that Flynn is seeking immunity, but that he's publicly seeking immunity, um, which could mean that he's screwed, but isn't really quite sure how screwed Trump is and how much information he has. Um, but the good news is uh, Donald Trump had an opinion, actually, on what it means uh, when somebody seeks immunity. And um, I think we might have a clip. His lawyer says Mike Flynn's discussing answering questions from the House and Senate Intelligence Committees in return for getting immunity from unfair prosecution. The president just tweeted about this very thing. He said, I'll read it to you, Mike Flynn should ask for immunity in that this is a witch hunt. When you are given immunity, that means that you've probably committed a crime. And if you're not guilty of a crime, what do you need immunity for, right? <laughs> Oh my god, he's so hot, right? Um, <laughs> so, I guess my question would be, it looks bad. We all kind of want it to be bad. But we w w the reason Donald Trump was saying this is that they were in a campaign against Hillary Clinton. Several members of Hillary Clinton's campaign and former staff either pleaded the fifth or sought immunity before they testified. That didn't result in any charges. It did result in a great letter uh, from James Comey, which and unleashed a, great, a, a great president, unleashed a national nightmare we're currently living through, <laughs> um, while he was investigating Donald Trump at that time, which he did not tell us about. Again, very cool. <laughs> um, thanks a lot. By the way, I want to say that I personally appreciated James Comey's remarks today on the importance of remaining nonpartisan at the FBI. <laughs> Um, it really just means a lot uh, to hear that coming from him, uh, given uh, that he fucked us. Um, where, where was I? Uh, so I guess the question is, we want this to mean uh, that, that the, 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 the kind of, you know, we're circling Donald Trump, we're circling some kind of evidence, but, but the truth is we just genuinely don't know, right? We don't know how bad this is for Donald Trump. Yeah, we don't know. And most of the time in investigations like this, what gets you is not some giant cover-up of a grand conspiracy, it's the fact that you lied about it. But they fired him. I mean, that's the thing that gives me hope that this is going to end in, I'm sorry to dwell on it, in a P-tape. Because that's going to be the satisfying thing. Yeah. Because they, that's, that's, your go, that's your golden idol. That, that's your <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be my, my Oscar, which I don't have. Uh, uh, no, but it, it, the, the excuse they gave for firing him, that he lied to the vice president, that just doesn't – in, in this – with this crew of people, I don't know. Donald it, Trump lies to the vice president every, every single day. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and I mean and, – and Mike Pence is lying to himself, I think. Catch my drift. I um, did. <laughs> I caught it. You know what I'm saying. I've been, I've been told I'm supposed to frown upon that. No, my gay daughter <laughs> tells me I can't call Mike Pence gay. Why, why does she say that? She says it's like, because that's like the thing they say, like, uh, you know, closeted gay people are dangerous. And it, like, so it trickles down. That's so she got really militant on me. But fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> but, fu but, fu but fuck her. She has a straight twin. So. <laughs> oh, that's so interesting. I'm, I'm very, so I'm Modern lucky. Family. We I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Both the twins are gay. <laughs> <laughs> I hate them both. <laughs> Let's move on to climate change, which is uh, uh, very in right now. Mm. Um, okay, so I wanted to start this conversation because I've got a little bee in my bonnet. Uh, on <laughs> You're <de> so cute. <laughs> on December 1st, 2016, Politico ran a story called Ivanka Trump Climate Czar, Ugh. that she would use her platform as the ostensible first lady of the United States to make this one of her signature issues. And at the time, I said, I believe this is bullshit, and now it is time to settle accounts. <laughs> it... <laughs> was <laughs> bullshit. Right. Uh, the uh, Department of Energy under Rick Perry, who is uh, a stupid person you might have heard of, um, 
uh, he uh, had the word climate change banned at the Office of Climate Change, which sucks because now nobody can find it. <laughs> um, no, and then, then the Department of Energy actually denied that they banned it, but didn't deny that they strongly discouraged the use of the phrase. So they can't talk about climate change at the Climate Change Office. More importantly, Donald Trump signed an executive order rolling back Obama-era uh, rules about the climate. And I just wanted to run through a couple of what those rules were because, you know, we inform, we entertain, and we inspire action. <laughs> here at Crooked Media. Um, Brad Plummer at Vox, who did not pay for this, but from whom I did steal all of this information, <laughs> wrote a very good summary of what this, what this does. And I just want to quickly run through it. Roll the clean, it rolls back the clean power plant, uh, which was supposed to cut emissions to 32%. It revises the carbon standards for coal plants uh, to make it easier to build them, even though economic forces are the reason we're not using coal. Cheap natural gas, uh, cheaper renewables. But, they're, but you know, they want to blame the government, and so they're going to make it easier to build coal plants. Not clear that that will have any uh, impact, uh, except making it easier to build coal plants. Um, they're going to revise regulations on methane from oil and gas drilling, which is very dangerous and a gift to polluters. Uh, they're going to, and this is an important one, they're going to lower the social cost of carbon. And what that means is, uh, how many of you guys know what that is? Anybody? I've got one in the front. You're studying. You're doing great. Uh, What that means is when we make regulations, we try to account for what those regulations will do. And the Obama administration said carbon dioxide causes floods. It causes wildfires. It causes real problems. And those have a cost, and we all pay them together. And the Obama Obama administration said if you want to put out carbon pollution, we should account for that when we're making regulations. And the, Obama, and the Trump administration said, no, thank you. Uh, you're all fucked. Um, and finally, they're going to lift a moratorium on coal leasing of federal lands, which is just terrific. Um, here's the thing. Gallup poll. 66% of Democrats say uh, climate change is a big deal to them, but only 18% of Republicans say the same. You know, this issue has gotten more partisan. People who believe climate change is a threat has actually gone down. That's terrifying. And I guess my question, I wanted to put it to uh, Danny and Darcy, which is how do we make people care about this? How do we change the way we talk about it to make this feel more real for people? We had rehearsed this, so you yeah, start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, I mean, the reason I want yeah, to ask you is because it's about messaging yes. right? and getting it out there. And just and to the normal people, how do we? Yeah. I mean, it, it, this is a fact that I bring up a lot with people. I have relatives who are, and, and this is not an exaggeration. Not smart um, on this because they've been listening to Fox News, and you know that you have to just remember, like, there's the whole portion of that country has been fed that this isn't real. But the fact I always tell them at dinner parties when I'm like when they say, uh, you know, pass the salt, and I say you voted for Trump, who called me an asshole, you fucking bitch. Um, <laughs> I didn't say that, um, uh, but I say like in the entire civilized world, there's only one group of people who believe it's a hoax, and it's American Republican right. Party. That's it. Like, the, the, the conservatives in Germany and France, the, the conservative parties in Australia, they all accept it. Like, I don't know, I guess it's... I don't know, maybe this is just the mean person in me, but I, I, I think we have to marginalize those people. I, I think you have to make this feel like it's flat earth and it's stupid right. and call it out and not... And I think CNN and, and MSNBC and all of legitimate news things, you can't put on that panel, a guy who says climate change is real and then put another person on there who says it's not real because that doesn't make sense. There's no equity in that. Yeah. That's my feeling. My husband and I, we just say, we say (laughs) turn to dust, (laughs) which is, that's (laughs) not helpful at all. But that's, I mean, it's like, yeah, how do you convince somebody that is convinced 
you know, China has taken over solar. I mean, right. we, we, yeah. we could be do Obama tried to do this for you. I, let me explain what Obama tried no, to do please. to you guys. Um, we, we barely no, but I watched him try to do this over eight years where it's like, let's make these green energy jobs. And he was fought at every, at a, you know, every turn. You guys, do you remember Obama? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, it actually hurts my heart. It is so crazy how different the president is now. How is it? <laughs> I keep thinking about like in 50 years when our kids, grandkids, they'll be like, wait, Trump came after Obama? Like right yeah. after, there's no way. Right, it feels like it was a hundred years exactly. before. That's that's one of those. It's things. like a friend overcorrecting on a relationship, so she's with a really button-down guy, <laughs> and then the next thing she's with a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like that's what the America yeah. does. Trump is yeah. our DJ president. Yeah. He's our dumb the, uh, DJ. There was a really yeah. um, the only place three doors down. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. There's no bowing in podcasts. <laughs> She's in UCB, so she said that was really good. So I was that makes like, me get really off happy. The stage now, that's as good as you can get. Uh, our final topic this week uh, is, to me, the most enjoyable topic, which is um, uh, what happens uh, when a gang that doesn't shoot straight gets into a circular firing squad. <laughs> um, so two things happened in just the past uh, day or two. Uh, Trump, in a tweet, attacked both the Freedom Caucus and Democrats saying he's going to run against both of them in 2018. Bob Corker, a senator from Tennessee, attacked Paul Ryan for saying that Democrats, uh, for saying that Democrats shouldn't work with Republicans. Um, it's very exciting. Um, <laughs> all the recriminations in the aftermath of this failed health care bill. Uh, Donald Trump is lashing out. That is his style. I guess the question I have is, um, will they ever pass anything ever again? Ever again. You know, I, I tweeted at Rich Lowry, who is a conservative, and I wondered, the only thing keeping Trump's approval ratings up is the fact that every Republican likes him. If he starts really going at these Freedom Caucus guys, will that not hurt him in the long run? His response was, if it was a real effort to fight this battle, uh, maybe it will hurt him. But I don't know what he's going to pass. I just want to say that I applaud you for having a colloquy that's uh, <laughs> dignified and uh, uh, not acrimonious with someone with whom you disagree. Every good story starts with, I tweeted at. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump gets graded on a curve at every step along the way. You know yes. who's a pain in the ass? Liberals. And you know who fucking whipped them into line? Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. So get it together, Paul Ryan. Get it together, Donald Trump, and pass something. Can you imagine Paul Ryan getting it together? No. No. You know, even Paul Ryan had to admit this this week. You know, he has spent eight years in the stands, like, calling balls and strikes and saying, here's what I would do. Oh, I'm yeah. so smart. Yeah. Here's my crazy budget. And the numbers don't add up, but they don't have to. I'm, <laughs> I'm Paul Ryan, and I get good press. And then, and then he gets called into the big game the first time, and he picks up the ball, and he's like, I'm going to throw such a strike. People are going to be like, that's awesome. And then he throws the ball, and he hits an old woman in the stands, <laughs> and she died. That Amazing. woman died. In front of all of us. In front of we saw everyone. her die. And then, and then all the people that said he was the best pitcher in the world were like, ah, let's give him another ball. Let's, him, let's see what he does next time. That was your first successful sports metaphor. Can we get a round of applause? Yeah, love it. Yeah, that was really good. Love, love it? it? I love it. And that's love what it. a week. Wow. When we come back, a little segment we're calling, okay, stop. <laughs> love it or leave it is brought to you by Angels Envy. How can envy be a motivating force that inspires people? I don't know. I mean, look at look at Elon Musk. I mean, just you know, <laughs> envy makes the world go round. 
Envy and FOMO. That's basically it. That's a ba- yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's, the Half, that's capitalism. <laughs> Envy is commonly regarded as a vice, but it can be a good thing. Envy can be a catalyst for creation, Ooh. inspiring the world to raise the bar. Okay. And Angel's Envy is a bourbon that is worth the envy. Yeah, I was wondering where we were going with this. Angel's Envy bends the traditional rules of whiskey. It's a little different from all other bourbons out there. This bourbon makes the perfect gift for any occasion. Angel's Envy are the pioneers of secondary finishing in bourbon and one of the first full production urban distilleries in downtown Louisville. With its unique bottle design, Angel's Envy bourbon finished in port barrels is sure to be the envy of any bar cart too. Look for Angel's Envy bourbon finished in port barrels. Please drink responsibly. Copyright 2024 Angel's Envy bottled by Louisville Distilling Company, Louisville, Kentucky. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a Remax agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. Remax agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit Remax.com or download the Remax app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. And we're back. <laughs> now for a segment we're calling OK Stop or OK Stop. Uh, in this segment, we're going to watch a clip from the news and we're going to stop it when we want because it's enraging, and we're going to break it down. Yeah, it was good. previously called Play by Play, but people thought that that was not a good name. And uh, we're in beta. Uh, we're get working out the kinks. This is okay, stop. Okay, stop. Do you remember when Donald Trump asked her at a press conference to oh. set up a meeting with the Congressional Black Caucus for yeah. him? Because she was the only black person he'd met that day. And I want to pause and say, this is April Ryan. Yeah. Oh, right, this is a podcast. <laughs> From the American Urban Radio Network. Um, uh, and she's talking to Sean Spicer in the briefing room. I also just, uh, while we're stopped, I don't think enough has been said. It's not the most important thing, and it's not particularly political. But Sean Spicer has an incredibly deep philtrum. Like, the, the, there's a shadow under you know, this. What's a philtrum? Philtrum? So do you know what a philtrum is? No. Okay, Danny's putting put so under his nose. Under your nose. Oh, yeah. This that's... is like, it's, it's like a butt. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's all. I, here's the problem. <laughs> First of all, never notice that. Second of all, now we'll always That's notice that. Not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Forever. Yeah, yeah. Call, so let's roll the clip. It's April Ryan in the White House briefing room talking to Sean Spicer. No, we don't have that. You, 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 I know. On Capitol Hill. No, no, I, I get it, but you keep it. I've said it from the day that I got here until whatever. That, that okay, stop. There is nothing worse than being condescended to by your intellectual inferior. I just want to say that. There is, there is absolutely, like, it, when, I, when, my, this, when my daughter would be like, I'd be explaining why, you know, you can't run into the street, and she'd be like, Dad. Like, no, you don't get to condescend to me. You were shitting yourself a year ago. So. Yeah, look at her you face. Go, look, Russia. If the president puts Russian salad dressing on his salad tonight, somehow that's okay, Russian stop. Came okay, out. stop. He prepared that joke. It was written ahead of time for sure, <laughs> not by him. Somebody was, else wrote it and he read it and he was like, that's the one. It was, um, he was so proud of it. Yeah. He, he brought was, it out way too early. Yeah. He was super hungry totally. to deliver his Russian salad dressing line. But also, by the way, why salad? Let's use as few words as possible. We know this from Twitter comedy. You could just say Russian dressing. There's so much wrong with the joke. Yeah, because you never have seen Trump eat a salad in his fucking life. 
<laughs> it's also the worst dressing. You guys, I think Russian dressing is like more see-through. I just hate when Republicans make jokes. Like, like <laughs> I hate I, when we make jokes. I do too, but that, <laughs> that fuck... Have you been following Mike Huckabee? Okay, sorry, but oh, the Mike gosh. Huckabee feed is now... It's really and bad. And is that him or is that someone right? I mean, it's so I think gross. it might be one of his uh, sons. <laughs> I think it might be one I of his unemployable son. sons. I totally know which son. <laughs> but every single person... No, I, and you, and well, no, that's... I appreciate your agenda here, but the reality is... Oh, no, no, hold on. Okay, okay, stop. No, it's... He is more Melissa McCarthy in this clip than Melissa McCarthy is. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I do. I think that Melissa McCarthy has gone in his head, <laughs> and now he's like, it's kind of like, don't think of a blue car. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then Ollie's up there, and he's just like, just don't be like that don't woman be... who who dresses like me. And like, oh, <laughs> I don't get all mad. And then he's mad. All it's happening. Sudden, yeah. Point. Report the facts. The facts are that every single person who has been briefed on this subject has come away with the same conclusion. Republican, Democrat, so I'm sorry. And, okay, stop. I really like that moment because he doesn't say what the conclusion is because none of that is true. Not one word. <laughs> he doesn't like come to the same conclusion. This is very serious and we need to get to the bottom of it because there may have been collusion. Like that's the only <laughs> thing that you could say after that. You're shaking your head. I appreciate it, but, but, I, okay, but understand this, that at some point, the facts are what they are. And every single person who has been briefed on this situation with respect to the, the situation with Russia, Republican, Democrat. Okay, stop. Ob Do you think that he ever had lips? <laughs> At one point? Like maybe when he was younger? He looks like he's been outside for hours. <laughs> I'm a appointee career have all come to the same conclusion. At some point, April, you're going to have to take no for an answer with respect to whether or not there was collusion. Mm. Okay, stop. We didn't even say it, and he knew. You yeah. knew it was time to stop. Yeah. None of what Sean is saying is true, right? And it's just so incredible to be so self-righteous when you're not telling the truth. It's like, it's like saying, how could you be mad at me for being late? My car broke down. I've been sick for a week. My dog died. My aunt died. And you're going to come <laughs> at me for being late to school? Does, do you guys... Do you guys think that he believes everything? I mean, like, has he convinced himself, or does he like go off stage I'm and like throw up, or what happens? Like, I think when you tell yourself a lie that long, you internalize it and you start to believe That's it. That's kind of all of them. Like, right? I've worked on shitty shows, and in order to Name get through them. a shitty show, you can't think it's a shitty show because right. you still got to be there at midnight writing jokes for a shitty show, right. and and you, you just got to convince yourself That's it's good. Right. And I, I I always wonder with these guys, are they? Just, does he know he's like on like? The worst possible show. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna name three. Don't shows. do it. I'm not naming any shows. Well, you can. Ask? I still right. have a career. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Love it or leave it. Yes. Now we're getting somewhere. I thought 600 pound was kind of funny, <laughs> but whatever. You know, no accounting for taste. It's a cult classic. I mean, <laughs> the only difference, look, cult classics are beloved by critics but don't find an audience. The only difference between 1600 Pen and a cult classic is the critics didn't like it. <laughs> the, the that's, thing, a, that's a point I'll make over look, and over. And I'll just say this for the podcast listeners. Um, John is crying a lot right now. <laughs> There's tears streaming down his face. The one of the first things for some reason, I actually never did this in a vain way, but it would come up when you would, Google me was that I worked on Stacked with Pamela Anderson. So I know, I, you know, 1600 Pen was a great show. My show, I've. Compared to Stacked. No, compared to a lot of shows. <laughs> I thought it was good. That's the end of the video. Great. No, that was. And that's a segment we're calling OK there Stop. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Love it. Love it. Love it.
And now for a segment we're calling, there's like just so much going on. (laughs) Okay. Um, There's an issue that hasn't been getting a lot of attention because as always, uh, we're dealing with uh, a a world historic investigation into the president plus a bunch of crazy shit going on in Congress. So I want to know how many of you guys know about this issue, which is the fact that the Congress is voting uh, to make it harder for people to save for retirement. Does anyone here know about that? You emailed me a link. Yeah, I only know because you told me. Me too. <laughs> Nobody knows about it. Nobody knows about it. All right, so let's talk about it really quick. Okay. So here's the deal. Uh, Obama wrote a rule, and the rule said states and cities can create retirement programs for people whose companies don't have retirement programs. Already, 12 million people are saving for retirement using those programs. Uh, the Senate voted this week by 50 to 49, okay, only passed by one vote to undo those rules for cities. This is really important. And the reason it's important is that the only people who want to see this rule reversed are the financial industry, the Chamber of Commerce. Employers like it because it's a cheaper way to let their employees save for retirement. Employees like it because everybody needs to save for retirement. Um, cities that have been considered doing this, like big cities have considered doing this, like New York City. Um, and if this rule is undone, cities and states won't know if they're allowed because the law is complicated. We don't have to get into it. But basically, this is going to make it much harder for people to save for retirement. Here's why this is important and why I'm bringing this up. Uh, they've already voted to undo this for cities. Next week, they may vote in the Senate. Uh, to make the same rule change for states. And if that happens, uh, the five states that have already done this, plus the dozens of other states that are already considering it, uh, might not be able to let tens of millions of people use this program to save for retirement. And it's really important. Um, It's going to be a super close vote. And there are several senators who you should contact. How many people here have been contacting senators and congressmen for the first time in their lives? It's It's me. How many people are being honest? Yay, everybody. I feel very good about that. Yeah, I I feel very good about that. So I wanted to run through this. Um, So here are the senators that people need to call. They are Bob Corker of Tennessee, Steve Daines of Montana, Dean Heller of Nevada, John Nevada. Either. I mean, we knew. Not Nevada. I'm not some coastal elite who says Nevada. (laughs) I'm a down-home Johnny Lunchpail, (laughs) and I say Nevada. Uh, Also, John McCain and Jeff Flake of Arizona. Um, This is something that people can actually stop. It really is unclear whether it's going to pass. And when people, you know, look, people are talking constantly. They're like, Donald Trump's tweets are a distraction from... (laughs) This is actually one of those things. This is genuinely a distraction. Republicans would love to pass this as a gift to the Chamber of Commerce and the financial service industry who are really against this. And we can actually stop it because hundreds of people could call in the next few days and actually change some votes because this is one of those small issues that a committed group of people speaking out about can make a difference. So I want to encourage everybody listening and everybody here to make a call. Let's do it. How do you if feel you're clapping, that? that means you're going to do it. I love it. Yeah, I nice. love it. I, I love it. We're all going to call. Love it. I just, Will you link it on the podcast? We're going to link it. Okay. I'm going to tweet a link. Link below, guys. Oh, yeah, tweet a link. Go. So everybody get involved. We can stop this bill. Uh, and that's, there's so much going on. <laughs> uh, when we come back, a new segment we're calling Too Stupid to be True. Uh, but first, a word from our president, Donald Trump. I want to thank your entire leadership team, including your national president, Chuck Canterbury. It's always live for me. You know, unfortunately, other guys say, make a speech, nobody cares. With me, everything's live. Uh, One mistake, and it's no good. But we just can't make mistakes, right? So we don't make mistakes. Go ahead, Ken. Um, 
Chuck Canterbury, the national president. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific. Uh, Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Now for a segment we're calling Too Stupid to be True. Um, let me tell you about this segment. Uh, we have found uh, one clip of a pundit saying something absurd. We have also written two things that are too stupid to be true. Each of our uh, guests today Esteemed will read one guests. to us. And then it will be up to an audience member, one of you lucky audience members, uh, to decide... And then we will play the clip, and you will find out if you were right or wrong. Do we have a mic in the house? Hey, Who wants to do this? Raise a hand. My gosh. Yeah, I guess we're doing this. Yay! Yay. Um, can you stand up? Sure. Can you Love guys applaud it. for Lauren? <laughs> so I've learned now that your name is Lauren. Yes. Um, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Um, <laughs> what is that? Is that an accent? No. I'm from Los Angeles. Is that an accent? Did anybody else hear British for one second? No, man. I don't hear accents. Everybody's people. (laughs) (laughs) Lauren, what brings you here? Where are you from? From Los Angeles. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to sound seamless. (laughs) Um, So, Tommy, Darcy, and Danny are going to read to you a quote that may or may not be something a pundit said this week. It will be up to you to decide which one you think is true. Are you ready? I'm ready. Tommy. In defending Flynn after hearing that he once said seeking immunity was the same as admitting guilt, quote, maybe he didn't understand how immunity worked at this point. Oh, Oh, that seems stupid. It's very stupid. (laughs) (laughs) It's very stupid. Uh, How do you feel about that? Pretty stupid. (laughs) But I'm not ready to make my choice yet. Okay, okay, okay. Darcy, Darcy, you're up. Hi, Lauren. Hi. All right. (laughs) On whether it's important to investigate whether there is collusion between Russia and the White House. If we're going to start going down this road, is Adam Schiff colluding with Nancy Pelosi? (laughs) They're putting out statements on the same day, on the same subject. (laughs) Oh, man, that's... So, equating talking to a member of Congress uh, who is allowed to know everything that you know versus... Uh, colluding with the White House on the investigation you're doing of them of the White House. It's pretty stupid. Also quite stupid. <laughs> Thanks, Lauren. Danny, you're up. In response to anger over Bill O'Reilly's racist comments about Representative Maxine Waters, quote, what I don't like is the left always runs and clutches, oh, I'm a woman, don't say anything bad about me. It seems it's always that card that is played. 
but it, is, but it is okay to call the President of the United States orange and redhead. <laughs> so equating sexism and racism to skin tone and hair color. That is 100% true. So you think that Danny's is true. You think that is true? I think that was probably sad. That's your vote. Uh, audience, which, would you agree? No. no. Oh, wow. Guys. Thank you. Guys, <laughs> guys okay. here's the best part. It's a trick question. A trick? They're all true. Oh my no God! way! <laughs> Everybody has Wait, to drink. I never thought this was true. It, like, I heard that. I heard yeah. hers. I did not. Yeah. You all heard one of them, and you thought that must be the right. true one. But guess what? You're not paying enough attention. They're all fucking true. <laughs> Let's roll the clip. I got to see these. Oh, this guy. If we're going to start going down this road, is Adam Schiff colluding with Nancy Pelosi? They're putting out statements on the same day, on the same subject. But, but Jeffrey, that, that committee is not investigating Nancy Pelosi. They are investigating uh, people who were associated with, with the Trump campaign. I, what I don't like is the left always runs and clutches, oh, I'm a woman, don't oh say anything God. bad about me, or I am a, you know, belong to a certain race. Um, it, it seems like it's always that card that's played, but it's okay to call um, the President of the United States orange and redhead. Michael Flynn also said about Clinton associates, if you gotta ask for immunity, chances are you did something wrong and you're guilty. Now he's in this and boat. Maybe he didn't understand how immunity worked at that point. <laughs> um, for everybody listening at home, you should go find this uh, clip of Kaylee McEnany on CNN because uh, the other panelist rolls her eyes. She rolls her eyes so hard that I do believe she passed away. Um, I want you guys to know. I'm also tired of all these people calling Trump redhead. Oh yeah, don't. It's so annoying. It's more of an ombre. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. That was good. Yeah, that's 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 a gay thing that I know. Um, I know gay things. I want you guys to know. <laughs> great. <laughs> I want you guys to know that we're going to do this segment again, and one of them will be true and two of them will be made up because we will not lie to you again. So you're lucky. You got to be here for the one Yay! time we did it this way. Because I got to say, this feels like a permanent segment. Yeah, we're going to yeah, do yeah. this every week. That's this is great. A good one. Thank you. Up is triangle. <laughs> and that's a segment we're calling Too Stupid to Be True. And when we come back... The Rant Wheel. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. John reads the ads. <laughs> John, you have anything to add? No, I'm enjoying the breaks. 
I think the bre- breaks add a live feeling that makes it worth coming. Yeah. And they'll tell their friends, it's cool. There's stuff that happens that you won't hear. You won't hear Much it. like it's the real show, the commercials are better than the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, that's not the vibe. Yeah. Uh, and you will not be back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, love, love it. Love it or leave it love is it. my show. <laughs> my rules. And we're back. <laughs> now for a segment we call the Rant Wheel. Uh, the Rant Wheel has several topics from politics and culture in the news. Uh, one note we got was, explain the Rant Wheel. We're listening. Uh, <laughs> it's in audio format. Uh, here are the topics we have. Uh, we have resist, enlist, persist, enlist. I misread it. It's a Hillary Clinton quote. It's stupid. Uh, we have, you know what, you guys? One uh, non-Republican criticism, no laughter. You're a bunch of hacks. Jared Kushner... S-Town, the new podcast that's competing with Crooked Media. Big, li- big Little Lies. Again, S-Town. <laughs> the Final Four. Pence's rules about his marriage. And again, S-Town. <laughs> I just wanted to know that we might land on S-Town. <laughs> so we're going to spin the wheel, and wherever it lands, we're going to rant about it. It's Woo! that simple. Jesse, let's roll the wheel. It has landed on Jared Kushner. The Kush. This fucking guy. (laughs) Your dad spends $2 million and it gets you into Harvard. You meet Ivanka Trump and you get married. You buy the Observer with the money you inherited. You start a real estate company and doesn't do that well with the money that you inherited. Donald Trump, your father-in-law, says, come work at the White House. I think I'd say yes to that. I think that's something that I'd say yes to. That's a cool opportunity, right? You get to work at the White House. But then Donald Trump pulls you aside and he says, I'd like you to be in charge of Middle East peace, reorganizing the government, criminal justice reform. I want you to do all three. And you say to him, yes. Why don't you say to him, I should not do this, Dad. Can I call you Dad? Is that where we're at? (laughs) Because I'm not qualified. Because I'm a guy that bought a building on Fifth Avenue and couldn't make it work. (laughs) I'm a mild-mannered, handsome person. That's why I'm here. There are a lot of mild-mannered, handsome people who should not be in charge of the government. Any additions? I fucking can't stand it. It's unbelievable. Like... Rant, rant, rant. Go. Donald, rant. Go with this. And every picture of Jared Kushner, he looks like like he feels bad. Yeah. You see him, he looks like he's like, I know I shouldn't be here. <laughs> it's so important. Criminal justice reform is so important. And we have a guy who doesn't know anything about it in charge. Don- Donald Trump said, if there's one person we should put in charge of Middle East peace, it's Jared Kushner. Uh. And as far as I can tell, the only qualification is that Donald Trump remembers that Jared Kushner is Jewish. (laughs) (laughs) And I have to tell you, like, I'm Jewish. I think Danny's Jewish. I resent that, but yes, it's true. (laughs) Um, And we should not be in charge of Middle East peace. Oh, God, no. And honestly, Tommy looks like a boat shoe became a person. (laughs) (laughs) He's the waspiest thing I've ever seen. They based... They based... (laughs) They based many of the characters in Sound of Music on his face. And I would trust him with this issue long before I trusted me with it. Thank you. So, 
And that's that. That's Jared Kushner. Love it. Good one. Wow. Love it. Love it. Let's roll it again. That was a tour de force, man. <laughs> it started off as slam poetry. That was really good. Yay. You guys want me to take this one? Yeah, please. <laughs> we, no, let, just let him go, man. Yeah. Okay. Rant, 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 rant. <sighs> Why are there so many conservatives who believe that if they get dinner with a person of the opposite sex, that person will not be able to not have sex with them? <laughs> So I don't know if you guys follow this. So Mike Pence had this rule which says, A, I don't drink alcohol outside of the presence of my wife, and I won't eat dinner with a woman who is not my wife one-on-one. And there's a whole group of people who are like, I don't see what's wrong with that. Because there's a whole group of people who forgot that women can have jobs now. <laughs> and, and you know what? And, th- and then there was, a, you know, there's like the whole conservative people are like, this is the problem with those liberals. They don't respect the institution of marriage. If I take my marriage seriously and I don't get drunk with somebody of the opposite sex, they're going to cr- criticize me for being some kind of a prude. <sighs> if women and men cannot get dinner together by themselves because they're going to fuck 100% of the time, <laughs> women aren't going to be able to get like jobs and stuff. Like Danny. Well, uh, yeah, I'm you living proof that this doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I actively try to make this happen. <laughs> I was going to throw out some dinner invites tonight, and it, but I'm going to come up dry. But, but so, like, I feel like comedy, uh, Darcy, Danny, you're both in comedy. Yeah. Um, Darcy more so. Oh, thank you God so much. Damn it. <laughs> That's the Five dynamic enemies. we're going for. I it's love like kind of a hostile no. thing, but it's no. like backstage yeah. we are friends. Luke it or Luke? No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but... Comedy is, a, has, is traditionally dominated by men and men who hire their friends. Right. Yes. And if men... M- that's it. It's just really yeah. frustrating. It's, it's sad. It's like, it's a sad thing to think about because what it means is that he doesn't consider women equal. I mean, we already knew that, right? 100% yeah. because of everything that he's done up till now. But it, it just means that he... The thought of going to dinner with a woman, the only possibility is that he couldn't, what, control his boner, his huge boner? That's what I was no, Could she control herself around said uh, boner? Which I love even more, <laughs> that she would just throw herself at him. It's just, it's such a, it's so sad. It's so old-fashioned. It makes me, like, bummed. It makes me truly, truly bummed that, that that's still kind of a way that, not just he would think, but so many people that were sticking up for him. Yeah. I get an alcoholic not going to a bar. Right. But what dark forces live right. inside you that you can't sit down with a woman? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that, man. Yeah, and I think I we understand his career as a result. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. here we are. Let's roll the wheel again. Woo! That was good. We all want S-Town. Big little <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Get him. It was S-Town. Who do these serial people think they are? <laughs> Okay, so I have a couple comments. First of all, I'm going to listen to the whole thing. Uh, Second, I specifically want to talk about this new habit that all these kind of cool, cool media people... Wiggling. (laughs) I'm wiggling. Wiggling. Oh, we we don't release it week one week at a time. We release it all at once so you can enjoy it at your timetable, so you can binge it, right? Netflix is like, Orange is the New Black. You can watch it all at once. Like, that's some great fucking thing. You know what? I watched... 
an entire season of Orange is the New Black. I watched it really quickly because it's so good. Do you know what I remember it being about? A woman in jail. I retained nothing else. (laughs) (laughs) And now S-Town is dominating the iTunes charts. It has pushed Love It or Leave It into the doldrums. You go to the top episodes, and it's like, number one, episode one, S-Town. Number two, episode two, S-Town. And you have to go so far down till you find Pod Save America, reminder, a juggernaut, to find Pod Save the World, also a juggernaut, to find With Friends Like These, another hit from your friends at Crooked Media, and most importantly, not to bring it up again, but a show called Love It or Leave It. A a juggernaut? So fuck you, S-Town. Fuck you for deciding to come out the week that I do this fun, small thing. And I don't... They spent like six months working on it. We threw this shit together. Hard to believe. And and I'm peeking at number two on the iTunes chart, and it's just infuriating. He's he's crying again. I know listeners at home... They can't see it, but I am crying again. tears of blood coming out of his eyes. You know what? I'm done. I'm sad about it. That's the rant wheel. But don't forget to listen to S Town. <laughs> it's probably fantastic. I haven't, I haven't. I mean, we're all gonna listen to S Town. Fuck. Aww. I hate to see him like this. Next week on Love It or Leave It, we talk to Jared Kushner <laughs> no. about his efforts to personally rewrite NAFTA after he finds out what's in it. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming. Yay! Yay! Love it or leave it. I need the song, Jesse. There it is. Thank you guys so much for coming to episode two of Love It or Leave It. We all had a great time. All right, good night, guys. Oh, well, let me thank my guests. I have to thank my guests, Tommy Vitor, Darcy Carden, Danny Zucker. What a night. All right, bye, guys. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, We've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.